Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome into today's daily spiritual practice of tarot for the overgivers, the people pleasers, the self-sacrificers who are coming back home to themselves, turning back around, coming back into our center so that we can actually be in integrity, make maybe some clear, maybe not better, but clear relationship decisions. And as well, just find that maybe with us centered, we can open up even more to love. Um, So uh, thanks for joining me on this Friday morning. I am here. I'm sipping on some, just some hot lemon water this morning. I have no idea what I should be drinking in the morning to make myself feel good. And this is just what intuitively drew me to it this morning. So enjoying that and uh, just kind of looking around my apartment. You might want to take a moment to look around where you are. You know, this is such a grounding in presence practice to just look around where you are and actually take in where you are, even though you might have seen this place, maybe it's your home or your car, um, your neighborhood or your workplace. If you have earphones in, hopefully, um, you might've seen everything in here a thousand times. Uh, but take another look and really let yourself be here and name things and take in the texture and colors. Um, such a good presence practice. I thinking about this a lot because, um, not me personally, I've, I've definitely been through a big phase around just being, um, but I seem more and more clients are reaching out, whether for tarot or to talk about entering my mentorship next year, commune. And one theme coming out is the theme of now, being in the now or being, right? Not doing, just being. And um, it's really cool to watch these themes because I just know already okay, like this is going to be um, kind of a a big theme. And I've always had a phrase in my head since I went through my own big phase of just being. And the phrase was the business of being, you know, and it's so important, you know, I, I just, I don't know what that phrase is for. I don't know if I will use it in the future. Um, but it, it's always stuck with me. And I've always said to myself, when I get, you know, out of, <laughs> out of my being, into my doing, um, into the future, back to the past, all over the place, it's like, it's only your business to be being, you know, to be in the business of being and, you know, remind myself that I'm business too. Because of course, entrepreneurship is kind of a wild ride um, sometimes. So 
just wanted to share that that theme is in the air and, and I love that theme for this time of year uh, to just just be here be in the now and work on our presence you know work on being with whatever is actually exists in front of us um, have have our whole self there um, so easy to be off have our heart somewhere else have our mind on someone else or in a different time frame of life so easy for all of our parts to not be with us uh, so maybe just take a look around and imagine um, all the parts of you uh, coming back into this room or into this neighborhood or into this office or car and coming back to you all right, I need a sip of water. Maybe this is why I need lemon water. My throat feels um, like a little groggy today. As I do that, maybe just um, zone in on what what you want an intuitive uh, guidance around today. Is there a situation? Is there a person? Is there something you are experiencing? where you would like some sort of message and um, just say a little meditative prayer or mantra of, you know, show me what I need to know, show me what I need to do, show me how this all goes. <clears throat> okay. Let's get into these cards today because it is, um, it, it's a big reading. So we have the Ten of Pentacles in reverse for self-abandon today. And we have the 16 card of the Major Arcana, the Tower card in our self-returning today. I love the Tower card because it's that reminder that we, we, like us, you, me, we have been holding a crumbling tower together. We have been holding it together. So externally, this is us really putting our whole effort into something not breaking. Um, and sometimes it's necessary for a little while, but you know, we have to learn to let it go. Um, the other way I see this card, because that's one big message is we have to take our hands off the tower. We have to stop, uh, controlling this thing, this experience that we're having, um, everybody else in the situation or even trying to control ourselves. Um, we have to let all of it break. We really do. Um, the other thing that this is a construct of is us in our egoic ways, you know, and we have been holding together um, a lot of things out of ego. Um, so ego is a few, shows up a few different ways. Um, a, a softer way to think about it is that it's there trying to protect us. But I would say that the ego, <clears throat> the ego is almost always trying to um, 
protect us from things that we once experienced that we think we'll experience again. And I don't think our ego is actually protecting us. I think our ego is protecting us from discomfort, our own discomfort and the discomfort of others. I would say that the thing that keeps me safe the most is my instincts, my body, right? My ego is a construct of what is right and wrong. My ego is a false self I've created that allows me to cope with life. Or, and cope with life can be getting the approval of others, right? That, that, that approval um, gives us a sense of community. But notice how when the ego creates it, it's false. It's not real because we're not being real. Um, and it's our personality. It's who we think we are on a personality level. It's not the depth of you. It's not the spirit of you. It's not your body. It's, you know, none of that. It's not your center, right? And so the more I work with the ego, the more I realize, and I was just reading this with my partner because we're, we're really into ego work. Uh, we think that it is the most spiritual, the most cleansing. It gives us a really good peace when we do ego work. Um, and we've been of two minds of it because I truly believe like you can't get rid of the ego. It's there. You have to learn to navigate it, um, accept it, but also don't live from it. And my partner has been a little more binary. I've had to work a lot on binary. He's had to work a lot on other things in life. He's starting to come around to, oh, I also have binary thinking. Okay. You know, here's another thing. <laughs> um, and so he's really believed that you have to completely get rid of it, <clears throat> which I kept trying to say, you can't do that. Although I didn't keep trying to say it because it's none of my business, you know, how his, what his beliefs are. I told him a few times, I told him my experience and then I stopped because I'm like, I truly believe he will learn differently when he needs to learn differently. And it's not probably not going to be from me. And that's an ego hit right there with the tower. You know, we really think our partners should have to learn things from us, that it's going to come through us, that we have this power and a huge ego hit that I notice in a lot of relationships, and we've been talking about this with our couple friends, is we can't seem to tell our partners anything. <laughs> and we believe, like we have, we we believe that our relationships are very healthy. We're all very happy. Um, but it is um, an ego hit to no end that I can tell my partner something and it can go over their head or they shake it off or they're like, okay, you know, um, and then someone else a week later, two weeks later, a month later, six months later, we'll tell them the same thing. And they're like, whoa, uh, I never thought of it that way. And you're like, I have been telling you this. And we talked about how that's a huge ego hit, you know, because 
you know, we just, we, we start thinking about ourselves. I'm the one that told you that instead of celebrating good for you. I'm glad you finally got here. You know, anyways, I could go on about that all day. Um, but, and I see, I've been on TikTok lately and I see a lot of conversations from, you know, I, I, I think there's, I call them the, the, the young lovers who think the way I thought at 2021, which was, you know, that's so disrespectful, you know, that they wouldn't listen the first time to you and they have to hear it from other people. And I'm like, that is pure ego. I am not entitled to change my partner. I'm not entitled to be the knowledge bringer, you know, and I do the same to him. My friend, my coach, my mentor, someone online can say something my partner has said to me and finally it lands and I didn't want to hear it from him. And we just get this way with familiar people. We just do. Um, and the other thing I believe is that we don't hear a message until we're ready to hear a message. And so our partners are the people that see us the most usually and because of that, they can see this long before we're even ready to acknowledge it. The tower is here to say this thing has not been in our sights. We haven't been able to see it. The tower has been blocking it. You know, the tower not only protects other people from what's really going on within the tower, it even protects us from what's going on inside the tower right? It is a block. It is a wall. And so maybe this is a helpful conversation for someone, but you know, our ego has to get out of the way of someone else's learning. Even as a coach, even as a mentor, I have to understand that I could say something to someone and mirror them and have it be the message that they need to move out of where they're moving out of. And if they're not ready to hear it, they will not take it with them after that conversation. They will just push it off and move along. And then someone else will say it a year from now and it will land because all of a sudden there's, there's no tower around it anymore. And so our ego has to actually drop around certain things for us to get to the new learning. We have to be open, right? The tower is so enclosed and the lightning bolt comes and opens it up. It cracks it open. Um, and so there's always this, we are only learning what we are open to learning. Um, and it, that's a hard place to be because we can't always um, see what we are protecting ourselves from learning until we're ready to unlearn it. And unlearning is a huge thing. I think uh, I notice for people who get to a, a certain stage of growth where they've been dealing with everything and I've been trying to fix and trying to learn and they don't know why things don't feel good. And we forget we have to unlearn more than we learn because we do live in a society that likes to tell us what to do. We do live in a society that wants us to build an ego, 
right? And, and build a structure to our life and build a really good mask for our life. Um, and it's so, so important for us to start to unlearn it. And so that is one thing in commune, you know, I say it's not a learning, it's a living. It's because a lot of stuff in there will be an unlearning of what was learned and unlearning. Now, what does society have to do with any of this? This is the Ten of Pentacles reversed. You know, Ten of Pentacles is usually about our legacy, our family, our sense of wealth, um, what we leave behind in society, right? For the long term. Because it's reversed, it feels like today we can get really caught in what makes us look good to society or look good to our family unit or look good to our friends or our partner, right? It can be about, um, it can be about choosing things that look good and in the long run, having that not be able to work out. So it's like I picked the person who had a great body or had a lot of money. And before I'm able to break that off because it's not working, I, my ego has to break around having to have that kind of person or only choosing that because society approves of it, your family approves of it, your friend group approves of it. And so Ten of Pentacles reversed can be that. It can be choosing things based on, you know, what our family unit taught us to to choose. Um, especially if you're thinking partners and homes and financial situations. You know, sometimes this card is so financial, so resource-based, right? It's the Ten of Pentacles. You have... Um, gotten the family, you've gotten the money, you've gotten the home, you've gotten the car, you know, you've gotten all these things, the pets and the kids. And, and it's a little bit like now what, you know, we've been on this search for so long, maybe. And we're, we might be with the tower next to it. We might be being invited to deconstruct that. And maybe not even deconstruct that life. Maybe it's like, it's not, you know, my partner's great, my kids, home. Okay, I have all these things. But there is a little feeling with the tower next to it that says, now what? Especially in reverse of like, oh, okay, but, you know, what about all of this other stuff? The tower can come in. And this is another meaning for the tower in coming back to ourselves. And it can say, okay, we need to shift the foundations. And that just means that maybe we need to reevaluate the values we're bringing in to all the things we've created. That maybe the, the way we do things with our family, with our partner, maybe the home we chose or the car, they're all based on a certain set of values we got from our family that isn't working for us, but we've been really trying to choose based on those values. And the tower can come in and say, foundations need to go, you know, and we need to kind of lift this tower up 
just like you would a house and put in a new foundation. And sometimes changing that makes what we have more stable, right? I, I look at the tower and in the Rider-Waite-Smith, the tower actually isn't broken open and completely falling over. Um, the top of it is on fire, like the actual structure. The base is there. In other cards, it's kind of the opposite. Um, one of my cards, the lightning is hitting the base of it. And so, you know, you have to ask, where is it hitting, right? Um, is your ego being hit or is your values and maybe both? Um, but I think with, with the tower here in terms of the life we built, there might be, um, an invitation today to reevaluate our, our values. Um, what, what do we want to live by? What do we really need? You know, do we need all of these things we have or can we simplify? Um, you know, and what, what are my values? Did I build a life based on them? You know, maybe we were taught to value, uh, financial security, or taught to value what looks good, um, taught to value all these things. Um, and that's really not working out for us. So we have to go, okay, maybe actually I value adventure. Maybe I actually value simplicity, you know, really getting to what we truly value. And we know that because when we get a taste of it, it feels good. So this tower can be breaking that down and having us want to rebuild. Um, you know, we've got Mars and retrograde coming in the sky. We have some, uh, we've been, we're smack dab in the middle of um, the eclipses. We just had an eclipse. We're going to have another one. It's not really time to take action, but it is time to reevaluate. You know, it is time to sit with all of this um, and maybe let all of it internally break and let you really see through to what's really going on. The last thing I'll say about this Ten of Pentacles in reverse and self-abandon today is that it can be about resource and money issues in a relationship. And so th this is these are the people who may be spending too much or can't agree on how to spend their wealth or cr even create wealth. Um, it, it's somebody maybe even on the verge of bankruptcy or things we didn't financially see, things that will stop our future in its tracks. And, um, you know, it can, it can mean a lot of kind of you know, fights about money, which, you know, happens, right? Um, and it can be, um, oh goodness. Um, you know, I think what I'm intuitively feeling from this is just <sighs> a lot of opinions about money. You know, you think of this being a reputation, a legacy, um, an adjusting of things we may be avoiding the adjustment we need to make around money, avoiding um, conflict with our partners or our family about money. Um, 
Yeah. And you really see that in this card here. So just some things to consider here that, you know, debt or how, you know, sometimes intuitively things come slow to me. <laughs> and actually I would say um, that, that that's okay. The more slow, the more potent usually. Mm. Instability around money or short-term money, short-term money. Because when this card is upright, it's long-term, it's longevity. So there's something about this turning over. It almost looks like the pentacles are falling, you know, uh, falling away um, quickly because they're dropping, right? And so it it could be an indication that we've been chasing fleeting resources or fleeting money or fleeting success or um, fleeting moments of um, having a good reputation, like looking good to others, that we've been chasing down what looks good in the short term or what gets us what we need in the short term or makes money in the short term. Um, the tower comes in to say, let's show you that that's not working. Um, and there's always the invitation with the tower to be a part of the deconstruction rather than a victim to it. You know, you look at this card and you think these people falling out of the tower really look like victims to nature, victims to just the natural occurrences of the world. Um, which is, can be really hard for a lot of us. You know, we, we like to attach something going wrong to a person. Sometimes it's just the nature of things. That's why I talk so much in energy because it, it's just nature doing its thing. You know, sometimes it's not either person. Sometimes nature has just taken its course and is taking its course, you know, and these people here are not victims, you know, to themselves, although a little bit, they, they're victims of this, the regeneration, the life death cycle, the way the seasons change, they're just, they're victim to the world. And in that way, they're not a victim at all. They're just human right? They're just human. They're just part of this planet, part of this ecosystem, part of that home unit, part of that life. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. Um, things are going to break down and we're going to start to see, I think what has been, Ooh, okay. I heard that what we have been valuing in the short term and trying to build a life on. Oof, okay, thanks for sticking with me. You know, it's nice to talk these things through, isn't it? It's such a, a, a beautiful practice to sit down and talk something through with someone and get to the essence, get, get to the bottom of it. And so valuing things, you know, for the short term. And so are we, are we really putting a lot of stock, putting a lot of our life, 
um, building our life on things that are only valuable short termly or you know we only value things that have that that can stay with us short term we haven't found values that are going to stand the test of time with us and so we've just been valuing things that will make us feel good now and that aren't for us in the long term and for some of us this might be um a home a, a lifestyle i'm hearing lifestyle a lot you know um this lifestyle isn't working you know we've been valuing it we've been thinking we have to have it and it just doesn't seem it, it always breaks down and never seems to work out um, something to consider, right? Something to consider. And so that might be so different for everybody. For some people, it might be a relationship that was good in the short term and not in the long term because we don't really know what our true values are yet. We've still kind of been cherry picking values from people in our life, from society these days from people and experts, which are usually influencers. <laughs> Sorry, no, there are real experts out there um, because I want to be one of them. I don't want to be an influencer. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like we we see what they value and we, we try it on like trying on clothes, um, but we only feel good in them for short term. Um, it's a little bit like unlearning, undressing, unmasking, undoing, unbeing. All those uns today with the tower, we're just, we're undoing it all. You know, we're, we're no longer adding. We realize we need to subtract. You know, we realize the work is no longer bringing in more. It's, it's, you know, uh, stripping back to less, um, which is a big theme with the eclipses. Uh, so I see, I see a lot of shifting. I see a lot of subtraction from people's life right now. Today, especially look for where you've been valuing things short term, you know, um, where you have been doing things because society, your family, your partner will approve of it. Um, and maybe the values you've taken on from different places and, um, with the tower, let's do all the uns. Let's unlearn that. Let's undress from that lifestyle. Let's, um, unmask from that ego and that personality that takes everybody else into account, but not ourselves. Um, let's, hmm. Let, let's undo things we've done. Let's make some amends today. Let's um, do things differently. Let's um, go back on our word if we have to with apologies. Um, let's unmake something, unbake something, you know. Um, let's unbe something, something that you become that you weren't meant to become. Let's unbe those things. Um, that's what I got. Whew. 
I think I'll need to re-listen this episode today. Um, so important. Tower comes here to break away and dissolve the things in our life that aren't working. Um, our job is to let that happen. Let it happen. And for some of us, um, if we have the strength and the intuitive urge to, we might end up be the, being the lightning in the scenario that, that breaks things down. But usually when I get the tower, um, we don't have that strength ourselves. Like we, it was like I was talking about before where we just really can't see it yet. You know, we don't have this, that strength yet. We haven't chosen this yet with all of our might. We've been, we can't see what we can't see and, and we can't learn what we're not ready to learn. And so life might come in and crack things open and help us unlearn these things. And our job will be to accept the help, to accept the breakdowns, to accept um, the unlearning that's coming for us. So that's all I got for you today. And uh, can't help but say that if you want to unlearn some codependency with me next year, get over to commune, apply. Let's talk because this message is, is just full of, of what that work will be. Um, and, uh, seven months is a really good long time to really make a huge difference in your life. It really is. And whatever you're going to go through relationship wise, life wise, you're going to have a group of people there who, um, are going to be there for you where you can talk about this stuff. And, uh, you're also going to have one-on-one support with me, uh, through it as well. So it's both group and private mentoring at the same time. Uh, so you're getting both. So do consider if that is a space that could make all the difference, just having space to process through all the unlearning, all the breakdowns. <laughs> um, yeah. I would love if you applied. All right. I'm going to move along with my day and see what I need to unlearn, see what I am doing in the short term that's not working and uh, see if I can make, um, make some sort of lightning bolt change, <laughs> break a few things down today. All right. I'm sending you so much love with the tower today. I care about you and I will see you tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.